Welcome to the Loud Games. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Uh, welcome to the Lad Two Game Podcast. I'm Lad Robert. I'm Lad Jack, and I'm Lad Jimmy. And we're here today uh, to talk about a very special game for a very special episode. I really thought you were going to say for a very special lad <laughs> in reference to Jimmy. <laughs> that's, that's true. A very special. We have lad. a very special birthday yeah. on board with us. Today. <laughs> this this game uh, is is for me really. If yeah. the other games were. Uh, suggested and spearheaded by other lads, this would be a game that I'm spearheading for sure. We're talking about a game that has been around longer than most games Mm -hmm. uh, as a Mm -hmm. franchise. Um, I think it's the most profitable franchise of all time. Indeed, yeah. More like than video game franchise or just media franchise? More than Star Wars, more than Marvel, more than anything. You know what's like second or third is Hello Kitty. That I would buy. Because it's know. it's all the merch with Pokemon, the TV, the yeah. movies. Yeah. The, oh, Pokemon! That's that's what we're talking. <clears> yes, about. Pokemon. Not Hello, not Hello Kitty. <laughs> not Hello Kitty. We're here to talk about Hello Kitty Farm Simulator <laughs> and uh, what we hope that the franchise can improve upon from the last five iterations. I've got a question, lads. That maybe okay. you can help me with. Sure. As I burp. There we go. We see what's going to happen. <laughs> what <laughs> is Hello Kitty? So she's a cat. She's, she's just a cat. Hey, I'm just hello. hello. I got, I got that. Doing? But like, what? How do I it's engage? <laughs> how do I engage with Hello Kitty? So you say you hi back. Need, you don't need to. You engage. go hello. Why, hi. Are you, why are you so desperate to engage with Hello Kitty? Yeah, you no, go. because because <laughs> I you're an adult from, man. First of all, Hello Kitty is tired of apologizing for taking up space. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just I look at that list of. Star Wars and Pokemon and Marvel and all that, and I see Hello Kitty. It, is it a TV show? Is that, it okay, a, so you're asking like, how do you consume Hello Kitty? Yeah, how what do you how do you um, Hello Kitty? How do you eat? <laughs> well, you Hello said Kitty? consume, so I was oh. saying. <laughs> I was like, like you, well, famously, you don't eat Hello Kitty. Yeah, I just I I've seen a lot. She wants you. to live. I've seen oh. a lot of Hello Kitty like like. I really like this Hello Kitty impression. That it's just like a kind of diminutive. This is a special episode as well because we've all been drinking. <laughs> we apparently were all completely. I would blame it on the sugar, but after zero sugar. <laughs> What's your excuse then, Jack? I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm just contact. Okay, okay, so to to like get to the the meat of it, like I feel like I know Hello Kitty has like. Oh, s- you t- <laughs> that's the meat of it. You're going to talk about Pokemon. Oh, no, we can do I'm this getting today. to the meat. Just read of it. this episode of Hello Kitty featuring Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> All I wanted to say was I've seen Hello Kitty like stationary and yeah. I just don't know how it's the second on that list. Okay, is it maybe the second on the list just by virtue of having been around for so long? When was Hello Kitty created? It's like a 90s thing, right? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. But maybe. Star Wars is like a, a 70s thing. Right, but it was like, you know, that mer- even though there was obviously merchandise, it was like not the same way that we consume merchandise now. I think it's right. just a lot more global too. Hello yeah. Kitty is? I mean, yeah, yeah mm. has to be. Also, I think I figured out why Hello Kitty is so profitable. This shit is so expensive. Hello oh. Kitty Adidas shoes, $100. Oh, 
Is that the Hello Kitty or the Adidas part of it? Hello Kitty. I don't know. Yeah, it's Maybe it's Adidas. Adidas. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Ultimate I, Hello I'm Kitty sure. gift set, Pottery Barn Teen, $300. Sh- Whoa. I'm sure there's That's a how it's TV started. Yeah, they got to it's second the on fucking... that list by selling 10 items. Hello Kitty has a boyfriend? Yeah, significant other, me. dear Daniel. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a significant... Look at this. Significant other, dear Daniel. Who is this? What? Dear Daniel. Okay, hang on. Yeah, there's there's a, uh, there's a whole Wikipedia article about lists oh, wait, she was, of Hello Kitty television oh, series. Oh, 1974. What the fuck? Yeah, you know what it is, too? is because Her Hello- birthday is November 1st, 1974. It was just her birthday. No, oh but God. the first appearance created in 1974. Because wow. he, Hello Kitty is also part of the Sanrio family, of, right. uh, which has so many different- Has that little frog character, mm-hmm. right? Frog. Also, I think that she does have a TV show. Has a TV show. She has many TV shows. Yeah. Is this a, a handful. She's a multi-hyphenate. <laughs> There's, I had, when I was younger, uh, I wanted a diary, but because of uh, gender norms, I was yeah. really embarrassed to have a diary, so I wanted it to well, be- Well, when like, you're a boy, it's a journal, right? <laughs> yeah. So I wanted it to be a really cool one. So my choice, of course, was the like, hello, the Sanrio like penguin that's oh, like kind of yep. cool and has mm-hmm. like the spiked hair. Yep. I got one of those. That was my that was my diary. Was that? It's literally and that made it cool. Yeah, it's literally just like merchandise, basically. Wow, for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Did I wonder. You, I wonder if they loop in some of the other Sanrio stuff. Mm, they probably do. Probably like a franchise. Like, like Hello Kitty, the brand right. has like that. That makes sense to me. Uh, Hello Kitty had a um, a crossover with the Animal Crossing, right? They had Animal Maybe. Crossing Hello Kitty um, uh, amiibo cards and stuff, and I almost got them at Target. Now I'm saying this with more confidence. I remember trying to buy the amiibo cards because they had some like unique uh, furniture items. Oh, like um, in-game furniture mm-hmm. items that were like Hello Kitty themed. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you could um, and get them, but they were like all of those amiibo cards. They were so hard yeah. to track down at Target. Did you know that in 1994 there was an installation in one of the windows at Barney's that was called the Hello Kitty Nativity Scene? Nativity? <laughs> Do they have a in picture? the scene, the Virgin Mary was replaced by Madonna with an open <laughs> Chanel fro. The Three Kings were all Bart Simpson. The what? stable was marked by a McDonald's logo, and Jesus was Hello Kitty. That, if that's, that's not a, so just some bullshit yeah. like capital, anti-capitalist art that so, doesn't say anything. That's so funny. That's funny. Hey, I wish I had to put a picture that's so funny anyway what are we here to talk um, about <laughs> the first we're, thing we're is hello franchise. kitty right this is what we're here to talk about um uh I, one just just because you said it and it bugs me actually and i feel like it's a hot take mm-hmm. i don't like the ip crossover in animal crossing mm-hmm. takes me out of it a little bit like i don't like seeing the mario stuff in animal crossing whoa like yeah. the nintendo items and stuff yeah don't like it Oh. It just it feels like no. it, when I'm playing Animal Crossing, it just feels like its own world. Mm-hmm. And when you introduce Mario to it, I start thinking about where are they? <laughs> where are they that they're they don't have access to Mario? Yeah, are they really trapped on an abandoned island? Let me see. We're so Deep, we're, we're taking a look at disturbing. We're taking a look at a picture at the. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you heard when it, you heard how fast that's how fast the speed of light travels. <laughs> Taking a look at this is yeah, this is in Barney's. What I think it, it was like, like an, some I, okay. I, I think I misread it. I don't think it was a window display. Barney's just some art. kid. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it's his house. No, it, well, it just I don't think it was a window display. I think it was just like an art piece that was in Barney's for some reason. But yeah, that's oh. no Tom Sachs. Oh my wow, god, so weird. It might Jeez. be bigger than this picture. Let's on. Who knows? So Pokemon. So Pokemon. Yeah, make sure you get 
<laughs> I I'm gonna have to edit around this episode so much because you guys keep making this bourbon joke. Uh, we're anyways we're we're here today. <laughs> we're here today for some reason <laughs> because I made we're here today because I made several mistakes that compounded over the course of my lifetime. <laughs> now I'm sitting at this table. We are figuring out on the fly why we are here today. <laughs> this yeah. is more of a um, it's more of like a look inward. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, self-reflection uh, self-reflection themed uh around pokemon, around pokemon. Yeah. yeah uh so so as you are listening to this we are on the cusp of the most recent uh game in the franchise being released uh i think it's quite significant um because it is the second main game on the switch mm-hmm. And it is immediately following one of the biggest departures from the main franchise mm-hmm. in a long time with uh, Arceus. Arceus. Ar- yeah, Ar- it's yeah. a hard Arceus. Hard C. Hard C. Um, so that's, so that's, I think there's a lot on the table here because yep. people really liked that game. We ended up not playing it. Um, uh, it maybe in the future might, but we ended up playing it, but it was really critically received. Uh, mm-hmm. a lot of comments about, you know, how it's a great, um, vision of the franchise's like future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so now I think there's a lot of eyes yeah. on this game. I think it's notable as well because the last main, um, main entry to the franchise sword and shield really had a troubled rollout, uh, and controversial rollout with the whole, uh, Pokedex removal mm-hmm. controversy, and there was a lot of questions about the quality of that game. Didn't impact the sales at all, but I think that the, <laughs> no, like, it never does. The general conversation around Sword and Shield uh, was very negative, and I actually I haven't seen that with Scarlet and Violet, which is this new one, by the way, yep. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I feel like um, this is almost it feels like kind of like a fresh start, even though it is the second uh, Switch uh, entry here. It feels like. Everyone's kind of a little more excited. Arceus, third, uh, main, 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 like game. Arceus is not. Oh, it doesn't count. It doesn't oh, count. It's okay. a, it's like it's a, a bonus spin off, if you will. Yeah, mm. uh, that's good. Write that down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you know we're we're here to talk about uh, just generally our experience with Sword and Shield, just sort of like a little retrospective, talking about the future of the franchise. Who knows if we're gonna play this game? Yeah, hard to say. Hard it's to really say. hard to tell. Can't can't guarantee. I'm not I'm not ready to lock in anything no. about you guys. If no. if we were to play though, if hypothetically, is like, that something you guys would be interested in? Well, it, well if, we don't have to make any commitments. Well, be here's the thing. Rash, but none it, of us know what games we're playing. The if we look at the photos. Mm-hmm. The silhouette photos. Yeah, we have Those to, are yeah. our only clues. The that, great lad in the sky will reveal we, when we, we are ready. We're just as much in the, in the dark as you are. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. It's it's just sort of presented. It's like to the us. Oracle of Delphi. Like, yeah, we're just not exactly. quite sure. Can I ask uh, lads a second question this episode? Um, if first, hypothetically, first, a second question. First, oh, the first, first was what is Hello yeah, Kitty? Right, right, right. Just still don't feel like I got a great answer to, but we're working towards it. We'll the, second, it the second question is if we were hypothetically to play this new Pokemon entry, yeah. um, uh, we got three cute little baby starters to choose. Which one would you select? That's a great question. And I know their names. Yeah. Uh, I've got mine if we're ready. By but. heart. Yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and take the stage here? Okay. So I am very, very drawn to the duck. Um, that little water duck with his water hair, 
His name is Quaxley, I believe. Um, I, I think immediately, that's how it normally goes for me. I don't know about you guys. I know that I'm like much more of a Pokemon stan, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know what your strategy is for picking starters. I'm usually like, I look at the trio and I know immediately which one I want. Mm-hmm. Like very rarely do I have any sort of internal debate. Um, and yeah, I saw these three and I knew immediately that duck was just so darn handsome with his little <laughs> quaffed hair. Uh, I'm just really hoping that he... As with everything in Pokemon, I hope that it doesn't turn into like a humanoid duck, but I guess yeah, we'll find out. It turns into Donald Duck. <laughs> no, no, okay, Donald Duck. I'd, I'd be a little more okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have a strategy. You know, we, so we played Sword Shield and we sort of made a point as we should to uh, pick different starters. Yeah. Yes. Um, usually I would avoid the fire starter. Mm. Uh, which goes against my choice for this one because I will be picking Foycoco. Ah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, mm-hmm. but he's a little chili pepper looking thing, a little dinosaur in him kind of vibes mm-hmm. I'm getting. I really like him. think he's pretty cute, but uh, that, that's really my only strategy is just yeah, like not what, fire. What, what goes not fire usually mm. uh, and what I feel like is the best representation of me. <laughs> okay. I feel like usually I go for the water type mm-hmm. just because like that's just what I always like. But I mean, if we were to play this game hypothetically and we'd pick different ones, it's perfect because I would totally go for that cat. Sprigatito. Nice. I feel like Sprigatito. I, I didn't feel super so strongly. Cute. I think if I were to just blind pick, I probably would have picked Quaxley as well. Quaxley Actually, you know well. what? My um my starter is Hello Kitty. <laughs> that's why that's my starter but her evolution Ooh. again we'll see if it matters if we end up even playing it but yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm always curious because I feel like that's one of the most exciting parts of the the rollout of a Pokemon game mm-hmm. is obviously the games get announced and the very first thing that you learn about the games is like what the, the starter trio is and it's always a, a fun time on the internet seeing everyone <laughs> you know gravitate and, yeah. and do that like I think it's a was it a Brooklyn Nine Nine joke where it's like I just met this thing and I yeah, remember, I, you know the, I've the had a Sprigatito for a day and a half, and if anything were to happen to her, I'd kill everyone exactly. And then myself, yeah. that is used every single time yeah. in these Pokemon run ups, um, and it hits every time. I understand sure the does. feeling, like very attached. I definitely am addicted to like you know fake choices like that where yeah. it's just like it doesn't really matter but it's like I will die for this cat you know yeah. like and if you if you if you pick for Coco you're you're fucking insane man you know, like, why would you ever pick that thing you know it's the same as the Animal Crossing That's, it's like the yes. ugly villagers you know where people are just like oh I'm gonna fucking hurl you know yeah. like at the side it's like it's an animated cat yeah know? I think that the, these three this trio that we have for this generation probably falls somewhere in like the middle of the pack for mm-hmm. all of the trio starters that we've had in terms of yeah. my my interest in them um but there was no clear loser either i'll say it was it was pretty yeah, solid they're, they're bunch. pretty cute um i so we um may be playing this game uh <laughs> Time but will tell. we're we're really excited to just do a quick little retrospective on uh, Sword Shield and talk about like the future of the franchise if mm-hmm. we end up engaging mm-hmm. with that franchise. Uh, but oh, just a kind of a quick caveat. No, I'm, I'm ready to swear off Pokemon forever right here, right now. <laughs> I'll never engage with Pokemon again. I, I think it's important to uh, distinguish at the top here our personal relationships with the Pokemon franchise because I feel like they differ uh, mm-hmm. quite a bit. So, you know, for me and 
I'm in a, I think I can speak for Jack and if my memory serves me correctly. Probably. All of us, all of us played these games when we were younger. Yeah. On mm-hmm. handheld. Uh, I, I think I played the original games up to Sapphire, mm-hmm. which was like 2005. 2000, no, earlier 2000. Uh, Something like that. Oh, wait, I played no, it. 2003. I played it on the um, uh, Game Boy Advance SP. Okay. I, I stopped. That was the last one I played. I didn't play any on the DS uh, until X and Y, which I did play. I got a 3DS and I played that, mm-hmm. which you didn't play. I definitely couldn't tell you which ones I played. <laughs> like I, all I know is that I had a Game Boy Color and I had Pokemon on it, and I probably had a Game Boy Advance and I had Pokemon on it, and that's probably about it. Yeah. So you've mm-hmm. been maybe like two or three in the in the. At, at that time, right? Yeah, and then I played Let's Go Pikachu when it came out on the Switch, which I know doesn't really count, right. and then Sword and Shield. Yeah, so we so we had kind of all, both Jack and I kind of like jumped around a yeah. little bit and had a pretty long gap there, uh, whereas Resident Evil Jimmy. Well, Jimmy doesn't really care about Pokemon. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, really Jimmy's never played a Pokemon game. Yeah, yeah first time. First time. So yeah. excited. No, Jimmy, Jimmy, you, you've played a lot more. I, I have. I love the franchise parentheses understatement i love i love pokemon so much um my one of my favorite video game franchises of all time for sure i played uh red all the way up to the current generation the only generation that i fully skipped was gen 4 uh which is diamond pearl and platinum um which i have gone back and i've played platinum on an emulator uh since then but that was the only one that like it was just that time time in every Pokemon fan's life where they're like, <laughs> oh, I'm too cool for this. And then you come back and you're like, no, I'm not. This yeah. game's so fucking good. Um, and so, yeah, so I I know all the games um, very well. And I also, as much as like I am willing to critique the franchise, like I can all but guarantee I will really like this new game. If, if you end up playing it. If I end up playing it. Yeah. Dice roll. Game time decision. But if I end up playing it, chances are... Uh, I will thoroughly enjoy it, even if I've got a lot of critiques about it. So let's take a quick break, and uh, we can come back and talk a little bit about our experience with Sword Shield. This episode of the Lads Who Game podcast is sponsored by the Neopets you abandoned long ago. They haven't been fed in years, and the digital prison you've sentenced them to is a fate worse than hell. And after you've washed your hands of your sins at the Rainbow Pool, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow the lads on Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Lads Who Game for any and all updates. Now back to the show. Incredible. Welcome back. (laughs) Um, Did you enjoy your time? Yeah, I went for a run. Wow. Yeah, because we when we take a break, we take a good solid two weeks in yeah. between. Yeah, I went, <laughs> I, I went thoughts. for one run in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually it was a, pretty, it was a long that's, run. That's pretty accurate. No, <laughs> one, not the whole time. It's just one one ten minute run. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we we played Sword Shield back in season one. Season one, it's vintage. It's vintage at this point. <laughs> season one, yeah. Lines. Um, I, so like roughly like couple years ago i guess that would have like been the, oh, that's crazy to say that's insane how long no, have we been doing it this would have been <laughs> well, sword and shield came try out not to sound so like put upon 
Um, yeah, it, was, it must have right, been 2020. 21. Yeah. Oh, 21. July 2021. Why does that seem like not July right? July 21. Yeah, that's insane. That seems really late. That's what Oh, no, I think you are right, actually, because I remember I am, being because on... I'm looking at <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 you oh, did, that, that does make sense. It was over the summer, for sure. Um, yeah, I we, we played it then. I played uh, Sword and Shield when it first released back in 2019, November of 2019. Um, what's funny, is, as I was saying at the beginning of this, I think... It's all running together now. I can't remember. But yeah, if, sure. if I didn't say it, I'll say it here. Um, but this, those games had like a controversial rollout. And yeah. so I had taken the stand so stupidly that like I wasn't going to buy on release day. Because I just was not super stoked about Sword mm-hmm. and Shield, um, and that lasted all of like a week. I think I, I think I delayed my purchase by a week, and, <laughs> brave, and I bought so it. So brave, I know. Yeah. I bought it. I played it. I enjoyed you came it. Crawling back. <laughs> Definitely didn't enjoy it uh, as much as other Pokemon games. I think there's like a lot of um, a, the general direction of the franchise is is very concerning. Um, but in our second playthrough, I think my big takeaway was like, despite all of its flaws, just the formula of Pokemon is so great, and I personally love it so much that even if they continue to have these releases that feel very uninspired, like I'm gonna have a, a floor to my enjoyment that's always gonna leave me pretty satisfied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm a glass half empty kind of person, <laughs> which is that I think I'll always have a ceiling mm-hmm. to my enjoyment. I'll say that, like, but when we played Sword Shield, um, you know, is it the first console main game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I hadn't played in a really long time, you know, about 10 years or so roughly. Uh, and I was really excited for it. Like genuinely, I was like, mm-hmm. I, I had all the, I have all these memories about playing Pokemon. I was so excited. I was ready to dive back in. And those first like couple like hours or so were like, magical yeah like truly i was like ah yes like this is really good (laughs) we're back baby we're back baby the problem is that after those first few hours or so is when i kind of start to like teeter off a little bit and so like i think you're right that the format the formula of pokemon works really well but for me it only works really well for a limited amount of time Mm -hmm. because the nature of it is very repetitive right it's very kind of like grinding and and i understand and you understand a lot more jimmy that like there's variances in the level of detail and like the story and what you can do on the side but like I, I just I feel like I have the cap. I don't know, Jack. Do you feel similarly? Well, for, I feel like I've never played Pokemon correctly. <laughs> like I feel like as a kid, you know, I never beat those games. I just kind of like dicked around mm-hmm. in there and just like caught Pokemon. And then with Sword and Shield, I was really trying to make an attempt to like understand how the systems work, but I don't think I did because I lost every ladle. <laughs> you know, if you go to our Instagram page, you'll see we have like a story highlight that um, shows like our battles. Um, when we were playing we Sword and Shield. Or do we, yeah, we I think it is still there. Yeah, okay. If it's not, we'll, put, we'll, put it, we'll, we'll try to put it back up. No, but. no, it's up there. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, I'm really, I, I, it's frustrating because I do play games that have like, you know, stat systems and whatever. And for some reason, it doesn't click with me ever, like the, the way to get better at Pokemon. So that always does cap my enjoyment sometimes <laughs> because I do feel like, I'll be playing Pokemon and I'll get like all the way through to the end of the game. And I'm like, I don't think I did this right, <laughs> you know? And I, I, so I'm, I'm hoping that this, you know, if I, if we do end up playing this game, um, 
I'll be able to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's weird because with sword and shield, I think especially, um, they, they seem to have made a decision game freak, uh, in the Pokemon company to focus a lot on improving the multiplayer aspects mm-hmm. of Pokemon and the competitive battling. Um, and, and the negative of that is that they have not really pushed the franchise when it comes to the single player campaign. Yeah. Um, that is like super cookie cutter uh, and has been for a little bit now. I honestly, I'd say it's been cookie cutter since um, since Gen 6, X and, X and Y. Um, but to your point that with the battle systems, battle systems in Pokemon are surprisingly in depth. Like, oh, totally. Surprising. Like you can That's why really, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Like it fundamentally, as you know, anyone who knows Pokemon would know, it's like a, a rock, paper, scissors, scissors battle in terms of tight matchups and stuff like that. But there's a lot that goes into like individual stats and, you know, every Pokemon, even of the same species is unique in how their stats will develop. And there's items and battle strategies, uh, battle strategies and stuff that um, they really did fine tune in Sword and Shield but it's that single player campaign that I mostly gravitate towards and that what I would like them to spend more time with. Um, and it kind of looks like they are for this new game. I mean, they're doing a couple of things that I think are really notably going to push the fan- franchise forward if they successfully pull it off. Well, I think that's a great time to take uh, just another quick break here. And then when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about uh, what we hope for the next iteration of this franchise, if again. If we decide that that's something we want to do. Yeah, are they coming out with another one? Yeah, if I I checked correctly, (laughs) then yes. It's purple red. (laughs) That's it, yeah. Yeah, Purple red. Welcome back. No, I, don't, I don't feel welcome. <laughs> no, no one feels welcome. I'm here. back, but not welcome. It's, it's been two years since we... Yeah, and I went for two runs this time <laughs> instead of just one. So I, I kind of was like outlining uh, or alluding to some of my hopes for the, the future of this franchise and with more of an emphasis placed on um, on their singular, single player campaigns. It looks like with this new edition, um, they're gonna finally commit to like more of an open world format which they totally half-assed in sword and shield which makes me mad to no end um but it looks like they're actually committed to it this time and um as far as i understand it the order in which you tackle the gyms which is the main formula of all the games is that there are eight you know challenges essentially Um, you can tackle that in, in any order, which is really new for the franchise yeah. and uh, has been long since requested. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess my big hopes are that that will uh, be good and that yeah. it will work well. <laughs> yeah, I agree, especially because um, I think Pokemon is up there with um, with The Legend of Zelda where it's like, I think part of the like creative onus that went into making those games was like, oh, it's like trying to capture that sense of like, exploring and like being like a kid and like going out into the world for the first time. And um, obviously like a super linear game progression and critical path doesn't really work for that nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. it's like at the time it was like, Oh, it's like fun that it's like the illusion of exploration. But now that there are so many open world games and so many great exploration games, it's like, you really need to try to find a way to recapture that sense in, especially because it is like a new generation, right? It's like mm-hmm. generation nine. So mm-hmm. There should be attempts made at that. And I I think I agree. This one looks like slightly better in that way. I think 
um, you know, the fact that the legendary Pokemon are like tools for traversal, I think. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like riding the mm -hmm. Pokemon as yeah. motorcycles, I guess. Sure. <laughs> it seems illegal, actually. Yeah. No, the, the legendaries have like wheels on them, which actually I'm, I'm not sold on yet. But. You know how wheels oh, are super common in the animal kingdom? Yeah, they're, they're kind of like. Robo like mechanical. They're, that was right? my well, interpretation is that they're like robotic. The, I think the whole thing with the two professors too, if you remember, there's like the oh, male yeah. and female professor and one is like- Mom and dad. Mom and dad, or yeah. Mommy and daddy, sorry. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the guy is like, looks like a future man and the woman seems like a cave woman, essentially. So it, it looks like that might oh, be one of the big themes is past and present. Is, is like, if I pick- Scarlet in my future, or is it no? It's I don't know which is which, but I'm certain that one is attached to one. And oh. I, I pick the man. <laughs> like I, I pick that one. <laughs> I pictured you like on a stand, like on a trial. <laughs> I pick the man. It, it, it's the uh, the Lisa Simpson meme. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I pick him. <laughs> I, I pick the silver fox. Um, uh, you know, I'm not a veteran to this. Uh, I'm a veteran You're to this better, franchise. Just not, I'm a not diehard. A, I'm not a yeah. Continuous fan mm -hmm. of this franchise. I gotta say, the open world concept scares me for this game because mm. I feel like when I'm playing this game, it's they can barely fill out the <laughs> linear route that yeah. they have and keep it interesting and engaging. Yeah. That I imagine it it being challenging solely based on the games I played before to make that open world feel lived in mm -hmm. you know yeah. I, I mean and, and just to kind of go back to you said the sword shield there's that like wilderness the wild the area. wild area that just is just it's, empty no, if, it's it, if it's just if the open world elements of this game are just the sword and shield wild areas sewn together big disappointment i i feel like it, it but and maybe that's what you were kind of alluding to is that open world for this should not mean that there's more areas to explore than mm -hmm. past games. It should be that you can move through them in any way that you want. Yeah. I don't need. A, I don't. I need. A, I don't need a bigger Pokemon game. Yeah. I need a. In fact, personally, I would prefer a much smaller yeah. Pokemon yeah. Mm -hmm. game. But it would be nice to be able to approach it in a variety of different ways. And I yeah. think that does. That's like more conducive to open world than just having a big landmass. You know, mm -hmm. like it yeah. just is about. It should be about liberation and a sense of freedom mm -hmm. to play the game in the at the pace and in the manner that you want to play it. And that was the big issue with the Sword Shield Wild Areas is like again, it was just a lie that that was yeah. open world. And I know that like you know technically they never made the promise that it was an open world game, but the way they marketed it was like they and knew then, what they were doing. That was exactly what's consistent. Like, yeah, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. And even that open world, aside from being boring as all hell to explore because it there's nothing in it you also had to approach that open world in a linear fashion yeah. yeah the the full scope of it is relatively small and you unlock like the second half of it in order like you can't just go anywhere immediately right. um but with this one because the reason that i'm excited that they're gonna do it right or that they could at least have the potential to do it right is the fact that you have this open world concept plus you can tackle the gyms in any order yeah which to me means like they have to make that open world interesting enough to explore to push yeah. you in different directions potentially i think we're i mean at least for me i'm touching on something that i haven't thought about before which is that concept of open world because mm -hmm. i feel like 
it is usually applied to big, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. when you think of an open world game, you think of something like Zelda or something like Red Dead Redemption or something mm-hmm. like a Skyrim or whatever, which, yeah, those are definitely open world games, but they're not open world because they're bigger. They're open world because they're free to explore. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like when I hear open world, I start like kind of like, revolting a little bit and rolling my eyes because I'm like, you can, very few games have successfully pulled that off. But in reality, there's a lot of games that do if you remove that big element from it. Yeah. Right? And so I'm interested to see how Pokemon tackles that. Yeah. Even if I have low expectations (laughs) of how they do. I'm also hopeful on a slightly different note here in terms of like what I want from this franchise. I really hope that they take uh, some risks and go in some different directions with the general narrative. Um, The one part of the formula that is like fully tapped out at this point is the whole evil team Mm -hmm. taking over the world. You're with your friends like the friends are all carbon copies of the friends from the previous <laughs> yeah. game in terms of just being annoyingly positive and like em- empty uh, and devoid of any characterization. So I'm hoping that they'll do something unique and and take a swing with the the story in whatever form that. Yeah, looks I would like. love to see like a cutscene, honestly. You know, yeah. like some sort of um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I'm not saying that it needs to be like, you know, wow, this story it really like touches on themes of like you know uh ptsd or whatever yeah. or like really heavy topics I, I, or, I, want, I want the game to open on a pokemon dying in front of our <laughs> yeah like basically what i mean is like i don't need it to ashes. be like dark or anything i right. just mean like i want them to tell yeah. like a story with a beginning a middle and end I, and you know what actually to even go back on that and what i was just saying I would also be happy with the other end of the spectrum, which is what Sword and Shield almost did, and that's have no real major story at all outside of your own personal quest to be the best. Right, you could just make it like my character's a blank slate and I'm just projecting my own. The the moments that I liked best with Sword and Shield, um, you know, and to their credit, it was interesting that they skinned the gyms as being like the local uh, or the, you know, the the soccer league of the world or whatever. <laughs> yeah. right. um, and I really enjoyed that game the most when I was just simply a kid on a mission to, to beat that or to become the league champion or whatever. Right. And it's when they, at the end, shoehorned in this like weird yeah. doomsday uh, storyline that it completely fell apart. Yeah. Um, so I'm okay. Listen, if you don't have a story that's interesting to tell, that, that again, lean on the formula. The formula is addictive, which is battling and collecting yeah. a team and, you know, choosing your favorite Pokemons to adventure with. I'm fine with them just doing that too. I, I would hate to see another gotta believe in friendship to beat the bad guys yeah. type of storyline. Yeah, I mean, here's something that I've 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 battled with a lot when thinking about this game and a, a lot of other games like this is like to expect something more from this story or rather something different is I feel like a departure from really their target audience. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's obviously people of all ages enjoy this game but in reality, the target audience is young. It has, at the very least, it has to be palatable to young kids. And so if you look at media that's targeted 
not necessarily games because there's not too many games that are targeted this way that you play on like a console or whatever. But like if you look at like media that's targeted that way, they kind of all have those similar mm-hmm. themes of like friendship and like just the very nature of like Pokemon, your companion friend as a friend makes sense. I agree that it like feels stale as someone who is like older, but does it feel stale to, you know, like a 10 year old who's playing this game? I wonder if there's just a way to have your cake and eat it too, where it's like, you can do, I'm a big believer in like, you can do a well-trod story. Well, yeah, you could tell the same story about the power of friendship, triumphing, triumphing over evil multiple times. It's just, I think what Jimmy's getting at is that there's just no variation on that. There's Mm -hmm. no, subtlety or nuance to it it's just carbon copy your best friend and then your enemy they all kind of have like the same personality you know and i I think that's where they could still appeal to their younger demographics but you know there's ways to tell stories that are family friendly for lack of a better word you know where it's like this appeals to kids on a surface level but an adult watching this or playing this can like glean other stuff from it you know it seems like these days they have made the decision that our older fans are doing multiplayer and our young fans are doing the single player mm. and that's exactly how we're going to approach designing those two parts of yeah, the game yeah that's a really good point and yeah, so because the, the multiplayer such a bad approach yeah the multiplayer for all of us i mean again even me who's like a diehard pokemon fan <clears throat> not necessarily a multiplayer fan i don't even pretend to know all the ins and outs of the of the stat system when yeah. it comes to multiplayer. So it's really complex and a kid would never be able to get it. Um, and and you can, as to your point, you can do both. You can have mm-hmm. like a story that a kid's gonna resonate with, but also have something there for uh, an older audience. And I think what makes Pokemon especially offensive with the recent games is that they used to do that. They did yeah. have more complex stories that still were ultimately about friendship and your buddies and all that. Um, but like the generation five games like that, I'm sure I've told you guys before, but the, that story is so good. And <laughs> the the team rocket of that team plasma um, is, is, is like kind of this distorted like PETA essentially, where they're going around saying like, you have to release your Pokemon, you're abusing mm-hmm. them. And like, we're only using Pokemon until we release everyone's and then we're gonna release ours too. Like that, that on its face is like, really interesting to think about the ethics behind battling Pokemon and all that. Um, And so the fact that they've done that, but in these last few attempts, they've really gone back to like basics. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so you're, you're not like necessary. Cause you, when you were saying like, Oh, I don't want them to be like a team to end the world, like an enemy team that's like trying to end the world. You, it's not that you don't want there to be like an enemy team. You just want their motives to be slightly different. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Cause I was like, I can't imagine this game without your core friends and the enemy team that you're battling. But I guess what you're saying is you yeah, just want their the motives to be The motives for like the X and Y team, if you remember Rob playing that team flair, like they were essentially, all of them were like, we want the world to be more beautiful. And so like, we're going to destroy the ugly parts or whatever, which I is like, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Okay. Um, team, it, team gentrification. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then, it's, it's like um, we don't need a Pokemon game to open with like a, you know, like a Star Wars opening crawl of like taxation and like yeah. these in the, you know, or whatever, like complicated, <laughs> detailed plots about like the Federation or whatever. And right. like it doesn't need to be like, let's add story beats that 
are skew older by virtue of like sheer complexity. You know, yeah. it's just like putting a little heart and soul into it as opposed to like carbon copying. Yeah. I think is what you're saying. I will say Sun and Moon's story was was a good attempt at doing that. Um, yeah. Which a lot of people don't like that game, but I actually thought that story was perhaps the best of these modern day Pokemon uh, stories. Um, but yeah, I, I just I know they can do it, and just Sword and Shield felt really, really bare bones. Yeah, and so I just need a little more of an effort or a commitment to not doing a story, which I'm fine with that as well. I would be really interested to see like a um, you know Fallout style where it's like pure customization of your yeah. character and like you're kind of in. in imprinting your own meaning on everything yeah i i almost like too. i, I just remembering with the um sword and shield enemy team team yell which again that's like a really like weak team motivation but to be fair like they weren't really trying to be the bad guys they were just rooting against you in the they're competition. also they're red right. herrings in sword and shield exactly you know which the, was in, it's oh man they uh, almost I, did it <laughs> i don't know yeah. even that story i remember being so like what you know what is happening came together at the i last just like is, it, you know. even beyond the on paper like larger story i just always have a real tough time getting through the like in-between dialogue yeah. that is like friendship is love and power and and whatever like that <laughs> friendship I, is love and power that's that's just when i'm like <laughs> no i think i'm sure that's a verbatim line maybe yeah but I, mean, I don't know but i mean here's the thing you know i i really enjoyed the first few hours of sword shield just because it felt really joyful to be back in that world by the end i didn't think it was particularly fun Again, I didn't regret playing it, but like it was just like, yeah, you know, I don't know if this works for me. But yeah. talking about it, leading up to it, I'm back right at the beginning of being really excited. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, if, that's we how, if we play it. If we play it. If we play it. That's how they get you. You know, like it's just always that thing of, I think there's I so much. Why. I think it's just that these types of franchises have so much goodwill that you're just willing to always give it another chance, you know? Well, it goes back to my my main thing about Pokemon I've been saying for like 10 years now, which is, again, just that formula is so good. Yeah, it's rock Even solid. If it, po- I've said this before. Pokemon is pizza. Even when it's mediocre, yeah. you're still kind of happy to be eating it. Like, it's, totally. it's still pretty darn fun. I mean, yeah. I think for me, it's like if Zelda made like, that's probably the closest franchise that I have that much loyalty to. Mm-hmm. It's like if they made like three bad games in a row, I think the fourth one, I would at least still be like, well, I'll still buy it. Yeah. So I think that's what it is with Pokemon too. Right. right. It's like, you know, they, they can make three, four five bad games in a row, but it's like, especially because the, the games are such hard resets, you know I mean? Obviously they're not, not in terms of like the gameplay, like you said, Jimmy, the formula is the same, but it's like, it's not the type of thing where it's like, you know, with something like Horizon, if you don't like the first Horizon game, it's like, well, you're certainly not, not going to like the second one. You're not following the same mm. person. Yeah, you're certainly not going to like the second one. It's like they're not reinventing, the, they're building off the same story elements, you know. And also, Pokemon games benefit from that they always have like a gimmick, right? You know, so there's always like something new to try. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if that'd be a benefit to it. You don't, gimmicks yeah. are so bad. But. Right, but you know what I mean is that it's like there's always something new to try, you know, whereas like a well, lot of usually these, the Pokemon. And there's always yeah, a new it's Pokemon. It's exactly. a collection. It's a collection. It's a, Absolutely. you know, yeah. the Pokemon community is all about collection. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, don't I mean, even famously, mean literal you have to catch them all. <laughs> catch them all. Yeah, but yeah. like, you know, I feel like Pokemon cards themselves have gone way up in terms of like interest yeah. and value mm-hmm. in the last like few years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that, that's what it is, right? It's just yeah. about collection. Yeah. I heard um, they're going to have all the Pokemon in uh, Scarlet Violet are also going to be NFTs. 
which is super exciting. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <sighs> and welcome to the modern era. Yeah. Oof. Jack. Is that the gimmick for this generation? They're just, they're just NFTs. Yeah. Can we say that, I, is, as again, if we play, it's not guaranteed, but if we do play, I have to say this might be the worst gimmick I've ever ever seen what's it the gimmick like, i don't even it, know what it is it's so bad like if you thought that gigantamax was stupid <laughs> like fucking get ready so there some pokemon can turn into a crystal form of themselves where they're just kind of wrapped in crystals and some of them get weird crystal like hats and things like that it's basically like gigantamax reskinned yeah. But even sounds, stupider. Sounds the same. <laughs> At least Gigantamax, within the context of you're in a huge stadium, mm-hmm. kind of made sense. This one, I don't get it G- all. Gigant- my problem with Gigantamax was like the first time I was like, whoa, like Pikachu is so big. Yeah. But then but then it just <laughs> takes so long for it to happen that by the by the last time I did, I was like, oh my God, can I fucking speed this thing up? Because yeah. you have to do it to, mm-hmm. in order to win some of these battles. I would love a gimmick that's just like quick. <laughs> X and Y had the best gimmick. Uh, what was it again? Uh, Mega. Mega Pokemon. Mega forms. Oh, it was like a, an additional evolution. Yeah, but it was right? like a temporary one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked that. It was awesome. And then they have ever since then not just done that. And I don't understand. Are why. they gonna? Are they gonna be in this game? Do they? Are they out and follow you? Because I like. I think they do. Yes. Yeah, cool. I think they do People because like in that. the um, the DLC for Sword and Shield, which I will probably say I did not buy the DLC because <laughs> I was like, no, that's a, well, there's still time. It's a bridge too far. <laughs> you can still buy it. But in that DLC, from what I've seen uh, on the entire island that you get with it, Iki Island, I think, um, <laughs> you're able to have your Pokemon follow you around. You have to go. You go back to <laughs> kill the Reclaim your father's honor. Shing. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Did you catch a release at the end? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good. that's good. Evergreen joke that spare don't spare. Spare spare kill is yeah. the yeah, that's the that's oh god, it's the only game that's ever done multiple endings, right? This is the best. It's just the only one. Well go play Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, that's, go yeah, that's a great game. Go play Ghost of Tsushima. Um this this is you know, this is a quick little bonus level here. Uh we're excited to talk about Sword Shield, but we're maybe excited to play the new game. You know what? The gimmick should be the Pokemon go into ghost mode in the slaughter mode. You know, where the, all, all the, uh, they're all like afraid of you and they're like crawling. You're just like you're like, you're like walking through. through the like tall grass and yeah. oh, you see everyone scatter back. And just Pikachu away. just <laughs> takes the sword out and <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, there. I that's better so. than what they have right now. The <laughs> Crystal Max or whatever. <laughs> Crystal Max. Yeah, I don't know. That's a great drag name. <laughs> Sorry, I cut your uh, outro off. No, was, you're doing so good. That's more, much more interesting. <laughs> uh, uh, tell tell us if you're excited to play Pokemon. Yeah, and and no, and, be quiet. <laughs> tell, tell us if you tell tell us if you're excited to play. What your starters are going to be. Uh, stay tuned to all Lads Who Game socials to see if we do end up playing the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, keep your eyes glued to that Instagram. Because the time at the time you're listening to this, we are knee deep in God of War Ragnarok, mm-hmm. uh, as we have been for the last couple of weeks. So we don't have time to focus on these silly Pokemon. Because no, we're, we're, right. we're we got to prevent uh, Ragnarok. Yeah, that's the plot of the game. For yeah, sure. right. <laughs> yeah, we've been playing it for two weeks at this point. <laughs> We know that's what the plot is. All right, bye. All right, bye.
Thanks for listening to the Lads Who Game podcast. Be sure to subscribe and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you're looking for more Lads content, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lads Who Game, and head to our website, ladswhogame.com, for write-ups, ratings, and guest essays. You can also check us out on our Twitch channel to watch us stream our current game, Fortnite, RuneScape, and more. <laughs> I thought you were <laughs> you're if, right. I, if I've been drinking. <laughs>